Welcome. You're listening to Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the podcast that pulls back the curtains in your mind. We like to shed a little light on why you're thinking what you're thinking. Everyone has a choice in life, in what and how they think. Together, we're going to focus on high-functioning habits. There is no more time to live with any sort of regret. Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the inspirational podcast for the inspired. Let's get into today's show with your host, Shelley R. Shearer. Hello world, Shelley Shearer here and welcome to the show. I just want to be completely transparent and let you know that I'm procrastinating. I am podcasting so that I don't have to continue learning to edit video. Yes, I know. Now, don't get me wrong. I woke up this morning and uh, had this thought and went, oh, I got to share that on a podcast today. And And I'm going to. But then I got into what my day was supposed to be about. You know, I attempted yoga. That was a little painful today. I was in, you know, you know what it's like when you're in, I'm getting, I got things to do mode. You're in production mode. You're in let's get stuff done mode. And yoga that day is, let's just center your chakras. Yeah, it wasn't working for me either. <laughs> the good thing, which I, I just pray that my yoga instructor does not listen to my podcast, is that uh, everything's on Zoom, of course. I'm in my little teeny eight by eight bedroom. That is the spare room. And I can block video and sound. So not only, which we do anyways, but I can block the video. So she can't see me, which is great because she's doing one thing and I'm lying there and I'm doing a different stretch altogether and I'm doing bridge pose and and eventually when we get to Shavasana, I'm actually on my inversion table. <laughs> so yeah. Do you remember if uh, if you're my regular listeners telling you the story about how I went to the grocery store, you know, once in the whole six weeks and it was like, my husband was like, that was like taking a toddler because I hadn't been practicing social distancing. Yeah, that was me at yoga today. I was, I was like the kid, you know, when you're watching the Christmas play and there's always the one kid with her skirt above her head or the, the <laughs> my, when my granddaughter was little, she had this little boy in her class. And let me tell you, if that kid doesn't end up on stage, somebody held him back. They're just doing their little swaying and he's got a full body groove going on. It was, it, I, I can still remember it and laughing going, there's always one in every class. Well, that was me in yoga today, but no one could see me. So it was all good. However, uh, yeah, this training for video stuff, it's, uh, I talked to you guys about learning new stuff. Well, it's my turn. It is my turn. My finance business is, is done. It is done as of... This week, and I, I get to create content. I get to learn, and I have those things scheduled off my in my calendar. In fact, I mentioned on the podcast the other day that uh, we're going to start doing some podcasts on creating high functioning habits, like how you, I letting me me walk through my morning with you, so you understand how things and there's certain things in my life that once they're put in place, they don't alter much. In fact. I used to joke because sometimes I can get my habits so rigid, which is not a good thing either, that if I do things out of sequence or someone interrupts me, I walk out of the house without my deodorant on. You know, that kind of stuff. Because you're like, oh, oh, right. Because I, I, I tend to do things in the same pattern. Anyways, that's just a little uh, giggle uh, sidekick. What I wanted to talk today about just quickly is the boat in the ocean. It was a saying that came up to me about a week or so ago and in yoga, uh, which was lovely. Don't get me wrong. My yoga instructors are lovely. And she pulled a, a card of some sort out of one of her decks and it talked about this and it just really hit me. In fact, it was all I could do to stay in yoga and not just come into my office and get the podcast started because really it just wasn't cutting, for, cutting it for me this morning. I wanted to produce and move things forward. 
In life, sometimes it is very easy to forget that although we are not in the same boat, we are still on the same ocean. And yeah, I'm going to go from, you know, a little joking here to, to quite serious because we forget that sometimes. Out in the middle of the ocean, there can be a storm. I mean, we've watched, all watched action flicks or you see a, a freighter or a boat just being battered to death. That same ocean, when you come into shore, the waves get smaller, things calm down. It can also produce literally teeny little ripples that just come up on the sand and create little teeny bubbles. But the energy connecting the bubbles to the devastating waves is the same energy. And it is the same ocean, guys. And sometimes we forget that. So this is really just a little bit of encouragement for you today to say, to, 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 for me to tell you, I know this is a weird thing going on in the world right now, but it will pass. I hope it passes and we have, are all awake of what's been really going on. I don't think what we're seeing is what's real, but that's just me. But that really isn't the issue. The issue is we all got locked down and our lives changed forever. Financially, some of us have been crippled. People are losing their businesses. People are bored out of their minds. People are getting divorced because they don't want to be in the house with their spouse anymore. Kids are homeschooling uh, with parents that are basically borderline alcoholics right now. Like not even the real alcoholics, the ones that COVID has created because they've been to the liquor store three times this week for their two-week supply. Uh, it goes on in my own neighborhood. It goes on in my own house. I understand. Everyone's got a different boat. But the thing not to lose sight of is that it is still the same ocean. So how can you tap into that? How can you help that to settle you? Maybe part of it is just visualization. Just visualizing that you are not in the middle of the biggest storm, you know, on the planet. This is not the worst thing that's ever happened to mankind, not by a long shot. But it's going to be a tough one to get through and get over because the results of it all are going to be a bit devastating for everybody. Life is life for our children will change forever. And uh, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it's a bad. I'm not really 100% positive on it. I can make an argument for both sides quite easily. But understanding the connection between you and other people around you is very, very important. Understanding the connection between you and the people that are living in your house are important. I feel bad. Um, I'm missing my girls right now. So, uh, my little, our little girl that was here from Germany last year, Clarissa, she couldn't come because of COVID-19 and we expected to have her basically from all of last month, right through to October. And we were so, all of us as a, as a, as a, I was going to use it to a put together family is what we are here. I really miss her right now. So she's listening. We miss you, sweetie. <laughs> Cause she does listen to my podcast on occasion. She couldn't come at all. Then my other girl, she literally went home. Her parents gave us a month's notice and they pulled her home because she is local and all her courses are online. No point she being here. Then there's my girl from across the country, Zoe. She's gone home to be with her family. She does need to come back and finish her schooling. Her stuff's still all here, but they figured if she wasn't doing anything, they missed her terribly. Let's get you home. Why we can at least travel within the country and, and be with your family. The problem with those three ladies leaving is that leaves my boy Vic all by himself, all by himself. And he is so lonely. And Keith and I are still working. He works too, six days a week. We're all a little tired. We're, we're tired of the isolation. We're missing the people we love. 
and it can really get your spirit down. You can forget that everyone's still connected energetically. Now I got to hand it to Vic. I think out of all of us, he's the one that keeps in touch with the girls the best. I mean, all we have to ask him is, have you talked to Clarissa? Have you talked to Zoe? Yep. Yep. I have. And so much more than we, than we are communicating. Um, but that it's just not enough for him. He's a, he's an extrovert and a very social person. And I know there's a lot of you out there that are like that. I struggled not at all the first really three weeks, uh, of, of the isolation because I enjoyed, I, I work at home anyways. I enjoyed just the quiet. What drove me crazy was then with after about week two, everyone else was in my space. And that was a real adjustment for me. Uh, one of the master classes that we had brought on John Gray, the author of Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. He still speaks and coaches today. He's, he definitely has brought up his message into the 21st century, not quite the same as it was when he wrote the book so many years ago. And honestly, there's days that I, that I, keep bringing back some of the stuff you talked about on a masterclass I was on two weeks ago that are saving my marriage, not saving my marriage, saving my happy relationship. There's a difference. I'm not ending my marriage, <laughs> but you can be in a marriage and not be happy, not be communicating, not understanding what the other person needs. And that is really important for me uh, and important for us as a couple. So, you know, th those types of things are great. Maybe you need to plug into some of that. There is a lot of people out there that can offer you a lot of help. I had a sweet lady that I met uh, recently send me a message saying, you know, I just, all the people in my life, you're kind of new to me, but we kind of have this old energy. How you meet someone, you think you connect with them right away. It's almost like your souls have known each other from another life. We connected immediately and, whoops, sorry guys. And her comment was that uh, she really appreciated that I was always a big cheerleader for her. She's got amazing gifts. And she needs to share them with the world. But like all of us, I spoke about this the other day, we all get caught up in our own story. I think my Instagram post sometime that'll post this week, or maybe it already has, is that anxiety is just the um, conspiracy theories that we tell ourselves about ourselves. That is so true sometimes. And that's why coaching is so great. I have a coach, I coach, and uh, I have friends that are just sometimes just friends, even though they're still fulfilling a very supporting role in my life. In fact, one of them is a professional coach, although she also has a job, but she uses her coaching degree in that job because that's what she's doing in the, in the workplace. My other girlfriend is a entrepreneur and the three of us have really made each other, helped each, not made, helped each other be accountable and just be there for each other constantly, really created this amazing support network because we do understand that the three of us are in completely different boats. One owns her own business. I am literally... Uh, growing a business right now where she is very established already and the other one works for a living t4 income and yet so we know we're in those slightly different boats they're not all quite the same but we also understand that most of the time we are literally strung together it's like going down the canal up in Penticton uh, where I lived as a small child it's called the Okanagan Valley for the people that don't live in the country and it's our wine country and fruit country it's like a desert up there, actually, even though I live in a very rainy part of the world in Vancouver, British Columbia. And when we go down the canal, there's this huge waterway that connects two lakes in Penticton. And it's really fun because they open it at you know, different levels and it causes the water to rise and, and drop and also flow faster. And it is like the two-hour, get on your floaties, pack your beer, put your sun, sunblock on, and float the canal with some tunes for two hours. And it's hilarious. And it's busy and you meet people, everyone talks to each other. Our dog that we had to put down this year, uh, she used to have her own tube. 
she'd get right up on top of it and the cutest thing was kids commenting on it anyways I digress the point of that is we are all roped together so we don't get away from each other now we do have to be a little careful uh the boats need to all pass through the underpasses on the same side of the you know concrete dividers there have been some unfortunate deaths up there but we understand that we want to stay together we understand we're all in our own little space but we understand that we're roped together on the same waterway and that is a very empowering feeling it's a very connected feeling and uh i'm a little worried my mic is picking up a background noise here right now i apologize and it's a great analogy to live your life by okay to live your life by because that connection is what gets us through it is what gets us through the energy of whatever ocean that we're all living on I mean I just use the you can visualize the ocean on this exact planet if you want you can visualize the energy of the universe you can just you know a river it a, a canal it does not matter it is the understanding of the connection that is the key to this particular conversation that we're having right now. And to disconnect yourself from that is such a disservice. Now, one of the things that can happen is you disconnect yourself with a story. This happens a lot in close relationships and in families. And the reason I'm bringing it up is someone articulated it to me so brilliantly in an email this uh, last few days. They went through a few people in their life, lives and how they support them or don't support them. In other words, this person supports me to this level, but then there's jealousy or there's judgment or they don't truly see my full potential. I can completely relate to that. Um, in my own family, you know, I talk about it a lot on this podcast in the last four years. I struggle with my mother's jealousy and uh, family's inability to see me grow into the person that I've become. I'm still wearing the same coat that of, you know, of mistakes that I made from 17 to 21. And they're never going to let that go. But I do not use that as, an, that as an excuse to say, why me? What makes me someone that someone wants to listen to on a podcast? What makes me okay to coach? Because I know my own worth and I know that I went out and found other people in other boats on that ocean that were better suited to my growth and my ability to give. There is no point in me telling me my telling my telling myself that story over and over again and holding myself back. Now, the funny thing is just to use my mom as an example is she doesn't see that anymore because her, her memory is going and it's really changed her personality this last year. She's very supportive of me now, quite amazingly so, and very respectful the last year of my work. Understanding that, honey, I don't expect you to be down here all the time. She says, I know you're working. That was not my life 20 years ago. It was more comments like, you always just think you're just so busy and so much better than the rest of us and that you're too busy to get your butt down here. Do you hear the difference in the language and the tonality? That was what is what I lived with because I have a mother that is a homemaker and I have a sister that's a homemaker. They're all self-employed and they all work for the same company, a family company. So they had a lot of free time in their lives and really had zero respect for what I had to go out as a single mom and do in the marketplace. Now, I could have let that story define me, but I chose not to. I absolutely chose not to. It caused me a lot of pain. It caused me a fair bit of doubt for a number of years. Don't get me wrong. I didn't overcome it overnight, but I didn't let those things hold me back. 
And listening to this or reading this email, it brought all of that back up for me because I could literally just see it in this person's life. I could see the situation so clearly. And I just sent them a message saying, you know, it is so easy to be your cheerleader because you are so amazing. And this person is so amazing. But we tell ourselves our own limiting belief stories based on other people. Now, one of the things too that I talk about and we need to make sure that you're not doing is remember that what you're thinking is just you thinking it. So if you think that other person's thinking that about you, there's a good chance that's just you thinking that, that they're thinking that about you. Uh, I hope that makes sense. There's this cute expression that Brendan Burchard has in, in, in his book. He says, the main thing in life is to keep the main thing, the main thing. And you got to think about that like three times. The main thing in life is to keep the main thing. Yes. Okay. I get it. Same deal. Do a little double check. Make sure you're just not telling stories about what you think other people are thinking, but also what stories you're telling yourself. Because I am so grateful that I am on this ocean with so many amazing people around me. But sometimes you got to put your sail up a little bit or get your oars out and just go row towards other boats because they might be giving you more of what you need. And if that means that you're on close to the shore and there's just like lapping waves and bubbles, that's great. Maybe you needed to be in the tempest. Maybe you needed the storm for a while and that whatever was around you at that time and the people, and you're also in the same boat with other people. Don't forget that. There's a saying about that, about being in the same boat with other, same boat, but different storm. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I think it's saying basically the same thing, but to me, I take it slightly different. You can be in the same boat with a bunch of people, in a, but in a different storm. I agree, but I find that has a different meaning for me. For instance, there's no doubt in the world that I'm in the same boat as my husband. I mean, because that's a choice. I'm not in a separate boat from him. I don't visualize being in a separate boat from him. But that doesn't mean that we are battling the same situation. Maybe what I consider a gentle swell is giving him seasick. Actually, let's just reverse that. What he might consider a gentle swell is giving me seasickness because I'm the one that gets that way, not him. Uh, maybe we're going too fast and he, one of us is great for that. I'm great with speed. And he's like, yeah, you need to pull back on that throttle right now, please. So those, all of these things, little analogies can apply. But don't cut yourself off from the amazing energy and the amazing um, support that you can find out there. Do not let the stories or the storm that you're currently in define everything that's going on in your life. I hope that's what someone needed to hear today. Have a great day, everyone, and I'll catch you on the flip side. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda. Stay connected with us directly through livingwellwithshell.com. You can also join the discussion on Twitter at livingwellwithshell and Instagram at www.instagram.com slash livingwellwithshell. If you would like to speak with us, please send us an email through shelley at livingwellwithshell.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. This concludes the most thought-provoking portion of your day. Thank you. And remember, willpower will only get you so far if you don't have a plan. <laughs>